Hey crew, just want to welcome you back to the second episode of the Chelsea Hour Show. And uh, with this in mind, we're just going to have a quick look at tonight's match against Lille. So a little bit of a, a, a preview show uh, and maybe a little bit of a prediction at the end uh, and seeing where we stand tomorrow with that prediction and what my observations are and so forth. So obviously Chelsea have had uh, quite a fun week when looking at the news and observing uh, fellow vloggers and so forth like that. You can see there's been a lot of fun and games at the Chelsea training ground, that reintegration of hudson Doy has been a really big factor. Um, and yeah, you, you can just tell that the club are really excited uh, about this journey. Uh and, and that can be both uh, a, a, a double-edged sword, a, a catch-22, if you like. You know, does that excitement lead to the fluidity of football, which can enable us to penetrate away that, that first opportunity of making a, a, a big name for yourself in an away Champions League game? Um, or also, does it mean that there, there's going to be a, a humbling end to the result tonight? Um, is it one of those games that's potentially a bit of a ball draw, uh, stalemate, not much going on? Uh, and, and nullified in, in Europe, which kind of puts a bit of a stumbling block on what we've been showcasing in the Premier League and, and the Cups thus so far uh, back on British soil. So, yeah, there's a couple of different ways of looking at it. Uh, and also one thing that we've got to take into consideration is uh, the antics of uh, Mr. Ross Barkley, which have come to uh, light thus so far. So obviously Frank has come out and said that, you know, uh, he has not broken any club code of conduct. He's not broken any legislation. Um, but obviously it's a, it's a level of naivety to, to go out, uh, you know, and, and, and whether he was drunk or not, we can assume so. Uh, but two days before before a match uh, and, and then as a byproduct of that, you know, drop his, uh, you know, kebab and chips on the, on, on the poor taxi man's floor. Uh, and then essentially refused to pay the cleaning bill. Um, and that's only what we've been told from, from the media and what I've been able to observe from the phone footage that's been filmed, which you can see on, on YouTube. Um, either way, Ross, you know, looking at him as an individual, he's a fantastic preseason. We're all aware of his attributes. You know, we could see this at Everton. Um, I've previously spoken to uh, fellow Evertonian fans about what they think and feel. Uh, regarding Ross, they all say he's got the ability, um, but they don't say that, that he's the sharpest knife in the drawer, essentially. Um, you know, he, he had a little bit of troubles before, uh, and he's done his best to overcome those. And, and he really is one of those those players who is a match winner, who probably feels a little bit aggrieved that, you know, from the pre-season he had and the way that Frank views midfield players, um, that he's not necessarily his natural star starter. Um, but also, he's not a million miles away from being in that position, neither. He, he has lent upon, uh, upon quite heavily. But it's only because of the emergence of Mason Mount uh, that Ross has had to, to step back a little bit. And, and then also, there's, there's having a little look at the penalty incident. And, and you know, Frank, rightly so, came out and uh, said that Ross is the penalty taker. And, and whether that's truth or not, you know, we've seen two other penalty takers since that situation. It, it, it put it to bed. Um, and, and I have no doubt that Ross will step up again and take a penalty for the club and put it in the back of the net, I hope. Um, but no, all serious there. 
He's got a he's got a skill set, um, and it's just him showcasing that on a frequent basis. And and also looking at him, you know, he he he's uh, in the England squad, you know, and he's an England starter, and he's ahead of Mason Mount in that front for Gareth Southgate. So lots of contributions. Um, whether he plays tonight or not, it, it is going to be another factor. Um, I would probably lean towards the not, and that's more so probably Frank Lampard taking a uh, sterner approach towards his managerial prowess. Uh, and saying to the young lads, look, listen, I understand that you are young and you are going to make mistakes, just as he did as a youngster, uh, uh, nights out, gambling, uh, affairs, whatnot. You know, I'm not going to drag his name through dirt, but you can go and look on the internet and Frank was associated with such things. It didn't mean he was a bad person, actually. It allowed him to reflect on himself, put the hours in on the training ground, uh, and through that consistency, become the world-class midfielder that he was renowned for. Um, as spoken highly of by the likes of Ronaldinho and so forth. And Ronaldinho is my favourite footballer of all time. So, yeah, looking more closely just at a little preview tonight. Obviously, we've travelled across to Lille. Um, and, you know, we've got the likes of Kurt Zuma, Giroud back in the squad and in contention. Uh, and really nice to have Giroud back in that contention because he offers so much as a striker and there's that experience, there's the way he plays football and carries himself and he is such a nuisance. Uh, and as much as there, we've got Tammy who, who, who's been such a delight for us and as much as B, uh, Mishi Batshuayi um, needs to get some more minutes on the pitch, he offers something uniquely different. Uh, Giroud carries himself in such a way that you just think class. And it's not that he's always on the goal, uh, the, the score sheet, but it is that he always offers something from that level of experience as well. Still quite sad that Rudiger hasn't been able to return uh, to full fitness as of yet, uh, picking up that second injury upon his return. Uh, and obviously Loftus-Cheek uh, and Emerson are still sidelined with that as well. But having a little look, Chelsea, you know, have got full opportunity to really stamp their mark on this group now. Um, I think the goal from William. Uh, is going to enable him to kick on a bit. It, it's a big thing, him choosing and accepting the number 10 shirt to fulfil Eden Hazard's boots, uh, knowing that, you know, we, we signed Pulisic for such a fee. Uh, and also hudson Adoy is going to be the first choice winger of that. Um, but also then looking at someone like uh, Pedro, who, when he is on the ball, uh, he offers so much, uh, you know, just at an instant. He's able to take that first touch, which transforms the whole game. Uh, and he is a big game player. He's won a lot, a lot of medals in his time, a lot of trophies, um, and isn't scared to put the ball in the back of the net when you need it as well. So I'm going to go for a, a Chelsea 3-1 victory. Um, more so out of hope, but also observation of how we played. But I could also see there being a 1-1 ball draw out of this. Um Either way, what's really important throughout this Champions League campaign is the experience that these youngsters are going to be getting um, because that's just going to build into their profile, their confidence, their awareness, their repertoire in and around the football pitch and what stage they do compete at. It's one thing going to yourself, I want to compete at that level, but they're now in a position of saying, I do compete at that level. And at the end of the season, they can then reflect and say, I competed at that level. And here's what I need to do to change, develop and enhance my game. And here's what we need to take from this as a collective, as a squad, as a club to transform and move forward in this competition, because it's very much going to be 
on their wish list of winning things in their career to mark themselves as that world-class youth team developing into that first-class Premier League team. Just as we saw with the golden era, you know, the kids of Man United, um, Chelsea are at their first opportunity of creating, recreating, going on their own journey of having such feats attached to them. So, yeah, I am hoping to see that fluidity of football, that passing... um, but there is that little bit inside me that says Lille are going to nullify it. It's going to be a board draw. We're going to not be too sure about how to break down a European opposition as well. Um, but I like to live in hope. I like to be optimistic. The glass is half full. Um, I love the fact that Tomori should be getting that experience. That is such a big one. And I, and I do see him having such a great, fantastic future at Chelsea Football Club. And the more European exposure he gets, really, really good. Uh, and I'm also hoping that Christian Pulisic gets some part and parcel of the game. Um, I'm not really a big fan of the current criticism communication regarding how uh, he's not getting the game time and so forth. Yes, it's a big price tag and all that jazz, but that's a dictatorship from the market. It's not necessarily always um, going to be uh, merit from someone's skill set and attributes to be such a young person. What consistency have they been able to show on a global level? Well, it's it's none at such a young age. It's it's a prospect. And we've seen those raw attributes in action. And it's about actually Frank Lampard utilising this time to pull the media away from him, to let him embed himself, to let him grow and blossom into the player that he's got the skill set to, 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 to showcase and represent. So I've got absolutely no doubts in, in him that he will showcase this. You know, it, it's it's just preposterous in my mind to think that this level of pressure is prepared to come because um, of the price tag. Right? We're in no position to rush him. We're not on the football pitch going, oh, my God, we need miracles from someone. We're, we're getting fantastic football from everywhere. And look, William and Pedro are at the opposite ends of their career. We will need the wingers to come through. You know, I don't see Hudson Odoi having 90 minutes consistently. Um, I do see him being a starter and I do see him actually showcasing that 70 minutes. But we need to manage his long-term injury back into the squad. And that isn't going to come by playing every single minute week in, week out. It's about managing that and assessing it as we go along. So, as I said, the optimist to me is going for the 3-1 win tonight. We'll have a little review tomorrow. Um Definitely drop me a comment, like, share, any of that stuff if it resonates with you. It'd be great to start a discussion with people on here. That is your second of 60 minutes of the Chelsea Hour Show. So 20 minutes done, 40 minutes to go this week. We will catch up tomorrow. Ciao, ciao for now.